Uh, everyone, we are so excited. Hey, if you're here for the very first time, we're so glad you're here. Give a yes. huge shout out to all of our first time guests. We love you. So glad you're here. Uh, okay, so uh, this morning is a little different. For the next couple of weeks, uh, we're going to be in this relationship series talking about relationships, uh, dating relationships, marriage relationships, uh, all of that, especially during February, um, that can be on the brain or, or should maybe for some of you married guys should be on the brain. And uh, we, um, we thought, hey, let's have a couple of weeks where we talk about this. So we entered into this discussion of, hey, should we team preach? Y- yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's like good for everyone here in the room. And also- It does you- feel like when we do this, we fight more than normal during the yeah. week. Yeah. This week, um, at one point, I was like, "We're talking so, about that on Sunday, Ben." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you if you uh, are looking for anything perfect up here, this you, ain't the spot. This ain't the spot. No. Um, but if you, we do really love each other. Yeah, we do. I love you so much. I, I do love you, and I told. I, him, I feel like we're really far away, but I love this? you. I can move this. I can move more furniture. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Come on, honey. Yeah. Okay. Wow. If, I mean, I can just feel the heat now. I'm like, ooh, mama. But how many, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. If you know the movie, um, shout it out. And what is it? I get no, quotes you, wrong. This is my own. toxic trait. But I, um, I told him this week, I was like, I love you, Benny, but I don't have to like you right now. Anybody know it? Yes, how to lose a guy in 10 days. And he was like, well, I don't have to like you right now, but I actually like you. I do really like you. You like me? 16 years married. Yep. And I still like you. I still want to hang out with you. You are my best friend. I want to tell you everything. I, I love actually that. want that. I, I, I will tell you too, Jess is absolutely my best friend. I love you so, so much. You bring so much goodness into our life um, and things that we don't deserve. And we're very thankful for All the you. tables. All that definitely don't deserve those, but. Um, we're, we're thankful Less for Less than highly favored. We've got a lot of tables. Yeah, we're <laughs> thankful for it all. Um, so I, I, um, I, hopefully this will, um, this will be something that will give us all some, uh, some great tools in our relationship toolbox. We're praying that for each and every one of us. Um, obviously, you know, you can be from the gamut from, hey, I would love just to have one date. One. I just, if somebody would say yes it just to me takes one. one time. Uh, you could be in that yeah. boat. You could be, hey, we've been married for X amount of years and we would love tune-ups. Or you could be in the middle of it's a dumpster fire to I don't know if I can ever get out of this bad <laughs> or relationship. Like, I don't like him. Yeah, you know, all, all, all of <laughs> that her. stuff. Uh, wherever you find yourself, we're praying that yeah. uh, the next couple of weeks you'll, you'll be like, oh, this is, this is good. So uh, this is helping me. So um, let's all pray together and then we're going to uh, read some scripture. Father, we pray. That God, this morning, Lord, you would help all of us, God, really honor you with the relationships that we have, Uh, whether they're dating or married or single or wherever we find ourselves in relationship. Father, we pray that, God, we would be honoring of you in those relationships. God, it would actually look more like heaven when somebody would look at our relationship. God, we're praying that would happen. Father, I'm praying that where there's relationships that bring in uh, more, um, more heaviness than good. Father, I pray that for the next couple of weeks, these, uh, tools will help to alleviate some of those things. And Father, we pray that God, even as everybody watching online as well, Father, we pray that God, we would really give our relationships to you and honor them 
uh, and yet honor you with them. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. 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 Honey, you want to read the scripture? Yes, let's do this. You want to read it from here or you got it? I got it. No, okay. I got it. I got it saved. I got it um, highlighted. Highlight. Okay. Highlighted. Yeah, okay, um, let's go, girl. Matthew 4, verse 1. Um, we're going to go through verse 4. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scripture says people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Awesome. So the title of the message today is? Yes. Looking for a snack. Looking for a snack. Looking for a snack. I'm a snack person, okay? And I have created two children. Yeah, you are. They just want snacks yes, all the time. You like literal. Are. I have them in any size bag I'm you carrying. You see how she just keeps going? I got snacks. When I'm just trying to give her a little something, she's just like, I'm just going to keep talking. Well, I'm talking me. about goldfish right now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm I talking am, about snacks. I'm not talking about the goldfish. Fruit, the fruit strips and all the things. It's like, wow, I'm a snack person. But you kind of, you kind of are. But Not you're really. more of a burger, yeah. Yeah. burger right. guy. So looking for a snack. Here we are. <laughs> I, um, Back on track. <laughs> I, 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 when we read this scripture, I, uh, I thought first, um, you know, this, this is setting up Jesus's ministry, uh, setting up um, him going through a testing time. Um, even though a lot of times in the Bible it's called the temptation of Jesus. Really, it's the testing of Jesus. Uh, so he's he's purified. Um, he's basically refusing the things that Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve didn't refuse, and so that is going to propel him into doing ministry. Um, and so he's going through these very hard things. And the first part of this scripture, and and some of us don't even see Jesus as fighting some of these very uh, base human desires. The first thing you see is he's hungry. And um, as as we are reading this. Uh, I, I was realizing that in our relationships, a lot of times we find ourselves hungry. Um, and, 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 you, and some of us don't even know that you're hungry. Uh, some of you are, are single and you are, are starving for intimacy. You're starving for affection. You're starving for somebody to say yes to you. You're starving for somebody to notice you. Um, and you don't realize yet that you're hungry. And um, I'll tell you this, uh, you guys have all heard this before, you don't go shopping at the grocery store when you're hungry. It, right? No, it is, it, it's right? true. Right? But for me, and I don't know if my mom is here actually this morning, and maybe, maybe she always let me do this when I was little, but since I've been able to make my own choice, I do this. If I'm hungry in the grocery store, I get myself a snack. I, I'm not mad about it. I think I was allowed to open the goldfish when I was a little girl and just like eat the gold, take some snacks, get yourself a snack. But Ben, it like embarrasses. That's rude. I don't know why. You haven't paid for the food yet. It literally embarrasses him. I'm not paid for the food. You're stealing <laughs> right in front of everybody. Listen, she'll make he guacamole right in the deli aisle. I've ate some guac she'll whole foods. She'll pieces and put it together. I'm not mad at it. I needed some guac. <laughs> just get and the just, chips. It, I'm like. Okay. If you're going food. to pay for the food. Okay, but, and so you can eat it. Well, we don't know this yet. You have not made that decision to commit no, to paying I for the food. When I put it in the Yeah, cart. well, we'll see. Uh, so I, I, my, my but point... When, I will say with this too, though, when you're hungry, like with relationships in your heart, when, when you're weak, the enemy is going to attack. 
This is just what happens. Like we're making a joke like, yeah, I'm going to eat guac when I'm going through the grocery store. But I'm telling you, I myself have made bad relationship choices before because I was weak, because I didn't know my identity in Christ, because I didn't know that I was a daughter of God, that I didn't know that who I was, that I was chosen, that he loved me so much. He would leave the 99 for me. I had no idea of my value and worth. So I made choices that were not good. Yeah, some of you are choosing uh, like a hostess cupcake in a relationship. It's, it, you think it's going to satisfy you. Yeah. It's got real quiet in here. <laughs> it's probably because some of you like hostess. But cupcakes. when you're hungry, you do. When you're hungry and you're in a relationship like that and you don't have those foundations, uh, like you will pick the wrong person. You're picking the wrong person. You're picking the wrong you're picking, time. Oh, the timing. You, oh, you, the timing. Um, Timing is yeah. You you're just reaching for things that, yeah. that aren't going to sustain you. And this isn't just for dating. This is in marriage too. You you um some some of you in marriage, you're hungry uh for your spouse to forgive you. You're hungry for your spouse to encourage you. You're hungry for your spouse to say something nice to you. Yeah. You're hungry for your spouse to agree with you. You're hungry for your spouse to uh to validate you. Yeah, you know, you're hungry in your relationship in 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 that sense. And so because of that, a lot of times you start shopping somewhere and in a place that you shouldn't be shopping. You start having, you start having really uh, deep emotional conversations with people that aren't your spouse. With your coworkers. And we have because you're this, hungry. People will say, gosh, if only my husband would talk to me like this person. You know, he never encourages me like this. You know, she, this girl, she really listens to me. And my wife never listens to me. She never has time for me. I'm telling, we're telling you, if by chance right now, it's today you can make a change in your relationship. If there's someone in your life of the opposite sex that is not your significant other, and they have your ear, they have your heart, you're, they're the one you think yeah, to call yeah, first, yeah. they're the first person that you want to tell something to, I'm telling you, today you can make a change. Today God can yes. restore that yeah. relationship yeah. that you have with your spouse. I'm telling you it can happen. But I know for me, like, I didn't even think anything of this when I was growing up, like having like, oh, I just had a lot of guy friends. Like, oh, the girls are like, I only have guy friends. Or the guys are like, I only have girlfriends. They're the only ones that really get me. It's like, oh, there might be a little hungry spot in your heart that needs some, a little bit more Jesus and a little bit less of you so that you can actually be hungry for the right things and have the right pieces in the relationship that you're looking for. Uh, There's nothing, there is nothing wrong with you being hungry. Guys, right. there's nothing yeah, wrong. Right. You, we're all built for relationships. That's right. That's right. Some of you right now, you're starting to feeling guilty for being hungry. You shouldn't feel guilty for being hungry. You just got to figure out how can I get this right? Because yeah. some of you are snacking on a bag of Doritos thinking this is going to make me feel better. Yeah. This is going to make, it's not. They're going to tear you're that gonna gut You're going to feel up. guilty after you ate yeah. them and still feel hungry. And some of you in relationships, you feel guilty after you did what you did and you're still hungry. Mm. And and I'm asking you, you first and foremost, you have to acknowledge I'm hungry. Something's wrong here. Why? Why am I not? It's not whether you're married, whether you're dating, whether you have to realize where you are in your hunger status so that then you can be ready to not make a bad decision. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, hey, I got to go to the grocery store, but I'm real hungry right now. You know, I'm going to make myself a sandwich. 
before I go to, that, that's common sense. But a lot of times in relationships, we don't run by common sense. And, and, and so because we're hungry, you're just like, ah, I'm just going to go, well, And go, it go. often we, and this is just all of us. This is me. This has been, this is all of us have gone through this. I just want to, we want to make sure, you know, it doesn't matter what you walked in here with today. Every single person in this room has walked through something. Okay. Every single one of us have been hungry for the wrong things, have been a part of the wrong relationships or have made choices that we're not proud of that didn't glorify God. I'm just telling you, there is no shame in this room of what we're talking about. Today yeah, is a yeah, new yeah, day yeah. for you. Yeah. You can make a change today. Talk to someone today and ask for some more tools. This is kind of like the start of a conversation. There's only so much in 30 minutes. Yeah, we we're not going to. It's like, yeah, this is the, gonna... and then there's a dot, dot, dot that happens after this message today. And that dot, dot, dot is finding a connect group. That dot, dot, dot is getting on a serve team. That dot, dot, dot is going to growth track. The dot, dot, dot is being planted in church, which means you find yourself here every single Sunday. You find friends here. Like there's other pieces that are like a part of this conversation. But I think the piece too is like knowing when you have a place in your heart that isn't healed, that yeah. you know you need well, more of Jesus. We can so often want to go to a quick fix. I don't know about you, but I'm like, you see those ads on Instagram. You see those things that come through. You're like, they're like, do this, wear this, and you will look like this. You're like, what? It's that quick. You just put something on and it's, it doesn't really, you guys know those things don't, that doesn't really work. They're just trying to get you to swipe up for $22. Um, but I'm telling you though, if you keep continuing to run to Jesus to fill that place, the hunger that you will start to have will be for good things. Yeah, You're yeah. going to still be hungry, like you said, but it will be for the right things. Yeah, and we'll get, and we'll get to that at the, at the end because you see Jesus' response to this. Uh, the thing I was going to say before we keep going is um, in, this, uh, in this scenario, um, and I could be making a generalization, um, and I could be a little sexist why I'm saying this right now, um, but I'm just saying this because I'm a guy. Uh, this... This one piece of just realizing that you are hungry and admitting you're hungry, a lot of guys have a real problem with this. They have a hard time saying, I am lonely. Or I do need somebody to encourage me. Or I do need somebody to validate me. Or I do need somebody to fill that void that uh, I feel I, I, I am hungry. Some of uh, uh, guys, they, um, they're hungry, and they don't even know that they're, why they're hungry, and so they just turn into hangry. Y'all know a hangry. You're just mad because you haven't ate. And you say things. Some of, some of you guys, your anger issue is stemming from your hunger issue. But because you've never dealt with it, and because you never really want to be vulnerable, and because you feel like it is too hard for you to say, Jess, you hurt my feelings. Because you're, you're too, no one taught you how to be vulnerable as a man. You're going to walk around hangry. Because you don't see, guys, I see this all the time. And, and because you do not understand how to actually grow as a man in a relationship to be able to come... Listen, some of the most uncomfortable moments in my life in marriage has been when I've come to Jess and said, okay, what you said hurt my feelings. I felt so dumb and weak. But it was those moments that made us have some of our best marriage moments. 
is the best man. And, and I will tell you this too, uh, uh, say on the women's side. I was say the other piece of that is like being ready and having the on, safe space for someone to come Let to her you cook. and say Let her cook. things, say come things on, honey. that are hard, She's good say at this. things that are vulnerable and being like, that means we put our phones down. That means we look them in their eyes. That means we actually connect. That means good, we honey. actually ask them, what is the place? What happened? What did I do? Ask questions. Ask questions. Don't be questioning. Just ask questions. So you can have a little bit more like, oh, that's actually, hmm, I was so rude when I did that. I am so sorry. I forgive you. And I think, oh, do, do, I, do I need to ask for, did I do something that I need <laughs> no, to? No, I just was trying to be funny. Oh, okay. I was like, is there something? <laughs> now it's going to turn into a discussion in later. Of, we can do this in front of everyone right now. Like, is there, <laughs> I was like. Being funny. I love you. You do everything perfect. But. I will say, you know, he, he will come to me and say that, but, but for me, I don't know, you know, everybody has their different ways. I will just be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. 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 Everything's fine. Everything's when fine. You say, when say you fine say you're fine so like, many times, yeah. when you say you're fine and you put a D on the end of it, fine. I'm fine. You're not fine. My face, like my face, he knows for me because my face does not match my words. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Oh my gosh, I'm so rude your, right your, now. I your eyes, I'm doing your this. eyes are so big right now. <laughs> yeah, just putting myself on blast. Um, but I think yeah. that it is on both sides. So to say that when someone comes to you and says, "Hey, this hurt my feelings," we have to be ready on the other side. If that's the girl coming to you as a guy, if that's the yeah, guy coming yeah, to you as yeah, a girl, yeah. to be open and enough to receive their vulnerability and be able to take that, and they're trusting you to hold their heart in that moment. And it is with those true moments that true intimacy comes in a relationship that you're actually be able to grow together as one. This is him giving me his heart. And what do I do with it? Am I going to throw it at him? Am I going to be angry to him? Am I going to tell him, well, because I did that because you did this. Yeah. We don't do that. Okay. In case, in case you do that, stop, stop today. Stop today. Just acknowledge, validate what they're going through. But I will say that if there's something that happened that triggered this thing to make you do this and da, 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 you do need to talk about it. I'm not saying not to talk about it, but when the other person comes to you and you didn't go to them, you need to give them the space. It's great, they opened Jess. the door. It's great. And so then you can say, Hey, you know what? I know I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to act like that. As I processed through it, I was thinking about this and there was something that happened and I didn't even realize it and it hurt my feelings. And I'm sorry that I acted down that to you instead of just coming to you like you yeah, came to me. Great. And then you just own it and you can still talk about it. You have to talk about it, actually. You have to say all the things. Yeah. Even though sometimes I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But I mean, you, like, you know, it's get fine. It's fine. Yeah. There's too many things to do. There's too many lists to get done. There's too many things to check off a list. Let's just keep yes, moving. Yes. But okay. So in in that are. vein, let's keep moving. Okay. Uh, because we could we could stay here for a bit. Um, <laughs> Uh, this idea here where you go through scripture and you see, you see Jesus is hungry. And then, then you see this um, right after Jesus is when uh, he's attempted by the devil for 40 days, 40 nights, he fasted, became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones, to become loaves of bread. So the idea here, as I was looking at this, and, and Jess and I were reading and, and kind of processing this, this is 
it is death to a relationship. And it's death in dating, it's death in marriage. When you look at something and you say, it's a stone, but God can turn it into bread. So you look at the relationship. You look at the guy you want to date. He's a stone. But he's hot. But God can turn him into some bread. You look at the girl and you say, he's stone. Yeah. Hot stone that God can make into bread. <laughs> or you're in marriage. He's very stony right now. But God's going to make him into bread. God's going to make him into... Listen, what, what is bread meant? Bread's meant to satisfy you. So what entering in a relationship where you sole purpose yeah, turn. is turning somebody yeah. to satisfy you Ooh. is only going to hurt so you so because good. you're not meant to be satisfied only by that person, each other. Yeah. the person you're dating, the person you're married to. Oh God, just make them perfect so they'll satisfy me. Yeah. What? God doesn't turn people into something so they yeah. satisfy you. God changes somebody so they glorify him. That's right. God That's changes right. somebody so they look more like Jesus. That's right. They are not meant. God did not create people just to serve you and to satisfy yeah. you. And if you think everything. marriage is supposed yeah. to be like that, you're going to get supremely unsatisfied. That's right. Very quickly. That's right. And so you look at the, and, 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 you know, you can get into the whole potential dating thing where they look good, so let me give them a whirl, you know, or let, listen, uh, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all works in progress, so I'm not saying that there, you know, you got, you, some of you have lists for dating, that's great, it's great. Some of you are way pickier about the person that you're dating than the person you are. So, so maybe you should have a list for dating. Shots fired. Okay. But make the list that you use for dating about you and not them. Like I'm, I'm going to not date until I'm like this, until yeah, I act like so this, good. until I have a savings account, until I am good with my money, until I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no. He's, I got a list and he's got to be, or she's got to be. I'm telling you right now. It's, it's really hard. with those things. We need to be asking God to change us, not change the other person. God, make me the wife I'm supposed to be. God, make me the daughter of the king that I'm supposed to be. God, make me the mom I'm supposed to be. Don't make him. No, this is about you and God. This is about him and God, me and God. This isn't, this is the two of us after first. Step one is your relationship with Jesus. Step one is getting yourself right with him. And it is from that place of wholeness that we're actually able to be hungry for the right things. We're actually able to be able to be the person for yeah. our spouse. I, I think um, if if there was, first of all, I, I, I don't think, um, I'll, I'll say a couple things that'll be kind of rude, okay? Um, but you, I, you've I already say, been rude. But I say, them with, I say them with a lot of love, so it can't be rude. It's just <laughs> tough. Um, First of all, if you, if you took all the complaining that you did and the complaining thoughts that you've had in your marriage 
about your spouse and turn them into prayers, I would wonder how much change would happen. Okay, if you took that much time of how much you complain in your thoughts and also complain with your words and use that into prayer, I wonder how much change would happen in your marriage. For, for marriage. I'm just talking marriage right now. Also, if you took all of the prayers, now we're taking another step, okay? All the prayers that you've been praying about your spouse, that, oh my gosh, he, I can't wait till he changes, or can't wait till she changes, and da 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 If you took all those prayers and then aimed them at yourself instead of your spouse, I wonder even more how much things would change in your marriage. But see, I, I think we're always down here on this level of I'm just going to complain and I'm going to think complaining thoughts, and hopefully at some point God will change them. But then when we take the next step up, we're like, oh, I have reached the pinnacle. I am praying for that jerk. And I'm going to continue to pray for that jerk until they're changed. No, no, no. I, I think it's even another step. I'm going to pray for me, jerk. I, I'm going to pray for me. And I'm going to I'm going to ask God to continue to change me. And I'm not going to even worry about the jerk. I'm going to worry about the higher jerk. And then we're going to see how things change in marriage because honestly, aren't, you know, like we, we love the idea of, oh, he's going to turn that stone into bread, but aren't we all stones? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. sorry, honey, you married a stone, you. you know, but we're all work. We're all works and we're all works in progress. We're all, we're all trying our, our very best. So I, I would say, and on the dating thing, at the same time, like, what's your list for you? Not what is your list for them? Like, I'm trying to get me right, you know? Like, and, and, and I think that helps in, in so many areas with, with that. Um, because when you start getting into this, uh, you want to say anything? Sometimes you get past that place and you're like, no, I don't need no one. I don't need a man. I don't need this. I don't need that. I don't need you. I don't need anything. I got myself. I don't. You were kind of like that for a little bit. Oh. What? I would, well, honey, it's not interesting if we just get up here and not like really say what we're. I was we're, like that. Like you know what I mean? Like there, there was a, there's a point. I mean, right? Where you were like, well, yeah. I mean, well, come on, say it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I was like, I don't need anyone but i but i was like i was just fine with with no one like i wasn't like saying like oh i don't need you i don't need you but no, i was but what just, about that thought you had like in the back of your mind like when i we were married 10 years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. This, is, this i've said this before and i put myself just me my hair it is but i we were married for 10 years and I had never had a healthy relationship before. My parents got divorced when I was young. Seeing healthy marriages around me from both sides of my family, it wasn't really normal. Um, ben grew up with parents that are still married. In fact, tomorrow is their wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary, mom and dad. Hey. Love you. Hey. 52? 52 years. 52. Um, come on. Come on. And, and it wasn't that it was something that it was bad. It was just something it was... Not that I was around a lot of unhealthy things. And your it mom was just, has a great marriage now. And she has an amazing marriage uh, yeah, now, 20 years. It's amazing. Um, but it was never really like something that I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to have that like them. I can't wait to have that like them. It was never really that. And so because of that, we were, had been married for a minute, literally. It had been 10 years. And I guess I had still had this thing in the back of my head that I was like, I'll be fine if we weren't together. We were married 10 years. 
I loved God. I had no I idea was this was going God. on. I wanted, and it. <laughs> I literally thought I was like, my God, we got a great marriage. We did. It, this am, is the thing. This is the I thing. I am awesome. I don't know where you She's come awesome. from, but if you come from broken families, you don't even know sometimes the thoughts that are in your head. You don't even know sometimes the things you question that. Other people don't even question. They're not even thinking like, why does someone do that? Or why does someone do that? Or, oh, I need to make sure I'm good so that if he ever leaves me, it's like, he's like, I'm never going to leave you. And I'm like, well, I got to make sure I'm good. I got to make sure I'm good. I got to make sure I'm good. It's like, it took 10 years. And then I remember it actually happened here on a Sunday morning. Someone had said something to me and it really, really hurt me um, before church on a Sunday morning. And I remember thinking like, I could just leave and go to Texas, be done with this place, be done with Tulsa. Like I'm done with Oklahoma. And I had that thought. And then something inside of me was like, no, I want to be with Ben. I trust Ben. I don't want to, I want to be wherever Ben is. I don't want to be anywhere, but where he is. If it's here, if it's with someone being mean to me, I'm going to be right next to him. I'm going to, he's my best friend. I want to be with him. And I remember having that thought and thinking, I've never, it's not that I ever wanted to leave him. I just never had the thought that I was like, no matter what, like he is my actual best friend. So I actually want to spend time with him. And so that day. Yeah, we're driving over from church and she's like, she turns to me, she goes. This is just terrible. My timing I, is impeccable, guys. She turns to me, she I'm goes, amazing at this. I really trust you. I told him, that's what I said. That's I turned, literally I what like, I said. I was like, uh, I, was like I, I chose today to, I'm really going to trust you. And he was like. And then I was like, wait. Have okay. you not trusted me for 10 years? Like, I said, no, but I decided today. <laughs> I decided the what? He's like, what is happening? It's a we've sham. Been together. At that point, we've been together 12 years. He's like, you've been with me for 12 years. Have you not been trusting me? And I was like, no, but I mean, like, I trust, like, I'm going to. Now it made sense all the times <laughs> I was walking around the house and all of a sudden I see your eyes just peeking around <laughs> no, the corner. That like, never happened. I really trust him. I really trust him. I, that never happened. <laughs> You're terrible. But I will say some of us have commitment issues from relationships from our past, from yeah. things that we've gone through, things yeah. that maybe you didn't even go through that your parents went through and you don't even realize it's a script in your head that you're ready to exit at any moment. So what happens is you fight differently. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you throw words at your spouse that really should never be thrown around yep. because it's just what you know. And you don't even, this is the crazy thing, maybe you do, but for me, I didn't even know that's what I knew. Yeah. And our counselors had even told us, you're going to do these things like your parents. You're going to you're gonna have these patterns like your parents. And I was just like, no, I'm not. I'm not anything like them. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But the script in your head can still be those pieces. Yep. I, I realized, too, that the band is up here, and we're not even middle through our notes. Uh, I'm so sorry. You guys did right. You did awesome. Alex, you were awesome. Yeah, way Alex, low what about Alex? Sounds good. I know. I, he, look at how tall Alex is. on. He's fire. And Phoebe on the keys. Phoebe, we got Alvaro, Phoebe, Randall. Phoebe, that's rude to you. I'm sorry that they put him up. That's rude. I'm sorry. And that, but um, but <laughs> I don't I, even I know do what I was say, going with that. But and I, thank you I know we're, we're about to be done, but I just, just want to say that what kept for me, and I don't know what your story is. I don't know what you came in here with. And I know I said this at the beginning, but every single one of us has something yeah. on our back that God never intended you to carry. 
You're not supposed to carry your parents' hurt. You're not supposed to carry your ex-boyfriend's hurt, your ex-girlfriend's hurt, your divorce's hurt. That's not what you're made to carry. God never intended any of us to do that. But when we are holding those things, you walk differently when you're holding a lot of things, when you're holding the wrong things. This is just what happens for us. And it was being married, of course, to an amazing man. I love you so much. I love when you touch my arm when you say that. Having you got biceps. Okay, (laughs) all right. That was not what I was meaning. He, he, one, two, three, four. Okay, honey, stop. I know the moves. Okay. I went with you once. Honey, it's. I went to boxing with him one time. I was so sore. I was like, what is happening in that place? Don't you hear? This is the (laughs) holy music. You're not supposed to be talking about boxing. I Uh, I still know (laughs) the codes. Uh, The codes. Okay, I I do want to say this (laughs) because we really do need to end. Um, I. What is wrong with you? Uh, okay, so um, I uh, when Jess is talking about this commitment stuff, um, there it, it doesn't matter. Uh, gender doesn't matter. Like if if you've had if you had a moment where somebody who should have got your back didn't commitment is going to be a hard one for you. If you've had, ever had a moment, it's going to be something that you have to deal with. Um, and running from it and always, uh, you know, making sure that you're, you're good if the, the bottom falls out is, is not going to help a lot in relationships because there has to be a moment where you're like, okay, here's, this is it. Now, now, in Scripture, if you go back to this Scripture, you see what Jesus said. He said, it's, he, he said, first of all, I'm hungry. Uh, yeah. But then he said, no, wait. Man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So what he did here was he framed it. It says it's not bad for me to eat bread. But that is not what is going to sustain me. What is going to sustain me is my relationship with God, my Savior, my Creator. And so you see this two thing, these two things happening at the same time. And I was telling Jess about this. And um, this example kind of stood out to us about needing two anchors. And uh, when, you know, a boat always has one anchor, like this major anchor that is there to keep the boat where it needs to be. But when it's really windy, especially when they're trying to moor a boat, a lot of times they'll use a second anchor. And that keeps the boat from going in circles or even hitting left to right it really keeps it steady and i was thinking about this in the terms of relationships your first anchor needs to be jesus 
Your first anchor needs to be Jesus. But your second anchor, you have that with your spouse. You have that with your prospective spouse. They are able to keep you. Some of you are wondering why in your relationships, you're like, why am I just butting up against everything and hitting things and, and getting thrown around left to right? I love Jesus. You're right. You love Jesus. But it's your commitment issues that are hurting you. It's your commitment issues to where you're like, I really got to have a moment where I can trust here and commit. But like Jess was talking about at the beginning, if your first anchor isn't in Jesus, this ain't going to work right. Because you don't live, we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth, mouth of God. And so as we're in this relationship series, I, I, I would love to pray for all of us. I'd love to have Jess pray for you. If you would stand to uh, your feet, I want to pray for everybody here in this room uh, and everybody who's watching online as well. Um, first, I'd, I'd love to pray um, for our relationship with God. And right here in this moment, if you've never made a decision to let Jesus be the anchor of your life, this is, this is your moment. Come on, this, this, you're never going to get a relationship right if you can't get this first one right. Marriage isn't going to work right if you can't get your relationship with Jesus right. Dating won't work right if you can't get your relationship with Jesus right. It's not going to work, church. It's not going to work. Some of you are watching online right now, and you're like, if I could just get the right person. The first person you got to get right is yourself with Jesus. That's it. And if we can't get this anchor right, it's, it's, it's very hard, impossible sailing. And so if you would, could you close your eyes, just you and God at this moment? We're going to pray as a church together. In just a moment, everybody watching online as well. If you've never made a decision, or maybe you made it a long time ago, but you are far from God and you know it. I'll tell you, he's not far from you, but man, you have tried to run from him. And you need to recommit your life to him. This is your moment to rededicate your life to serving him or give your life for the very first time. If this is you, come on. If this is you, I want you to put your hand over your heart right now. Come on, church, right now, this is it. This is the time to drop anchor. This is the time to say, God, you got my whole life, my whole heart. I'm not playing games. I'm not church hopping. I'm not just jumping in and out when I feel bad or good. God, you have my whole life, whole heart. For those of you who have your hand over your heart, that's awesome. We're going to pray in just a moment. Church, we're all going to pray together. Let them know that they are not alone. So I want every single one of us in this room, if you're here online, I want you to repeat repeat this prayer. Church, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Come on, let's do this as a rededication of our relationship, our anchor dropping deep in Jesus. Come on, everybody with your, and if you have your hand over your heart, I want you to mean this prayer with everything inside of you. Come on, let's pray this together. Say, dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. For your love. For your love. Your mercy. Mercy. 
and your grace. And, your grace. and I ask you, and I ask you to, forgive me to forgive me of all my sin, all my, sin, all my, mistakes. All my mistakes. And God, give me the grace, God, give me the grace to, follow you to follow you with all of my heart, all of my heart for, the rest of my life. for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. Amen.